Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse DePlantis here. Thank you for tuning in today. Now, last week we preached a sermon entitled The Invasion of Time, Part 1. This is Part 2. God's Word says when the fullness of time was come, He sent forth His Son. And the fullness of time comes when your faith becomes ripe, when you're able to receive everything that God wants you to do spiritually, physically, financially, every area. And don't let nobody talk you out of that. God is a blessing wanting to bless in every area of your life. Now, this is the Invasion of Time, part two. Call a friend, tell them to turn that television on, take some notes because you're going to learn some more things this week. Watch this, be blessed. So God had to wait for a sinless being to appear upon the stage of the world. They started out with the virgin birth. Now, when that happened, something, what Jesus brought with sinlessness, because he didn't sin, was conviction. Conviction does not make you feel bad. It opens your eyes to the truth. Condemnation makes you feel bad. But after the sinless one came, died, resurrected. He said, there's now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. There's still conviction, but it shouldn't make you feel bad. Actually, it, it, it actually if you want to make, I'm, 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 I'm going to coin this. It intellectualizes your spirit through a renewed mind. Be not conformed to this world, but you're transformed. See, Conviction, write this down, conviction began to work on mankind. What happened? Why did it work? What made fearful, fearful people after he rose from the dead just look the devil in the eye and spit, didn't care if you kill him? Something happened. The invasion of time. But Jesus left something. Conviction began to work on mankind. Jesus' revelation produced a clear mark of eternity. Hallelujah. Nobody want to die. And here is a guy that says you can live forever. Hallelujah. Now that's a clear mark of eternity. Now that's revelation. And here's the greatest thing. You can live as long as you want. Because death and life's in the power of your tongue. And they that love it, love what? Death or life, will eat the fruit thereof. Isn't that amazing? My, 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 my. Conviction began to work on mankind. Jesus' revelation produced a clear mark of eternity. You see, when I got born again in a bathroom in Boston, Massachusetts on Labor Day weekend 1974, I didn't feel bad at all because I was not condemned. I was convicted to accept Jesus Christ. I walked to and toward purity. And the pure in heart shall see God. For just that few seconds, I became pure in heart and accepted God Almighty. And it left an eternal mark on me that you can see clearly. I can see clearly now. <laughs> you know the song? Sing it. <laughs> Don't sing y'all out of tune here. <laughs> A clear mark of eternity took place 
Why? This revelation, this sinless being, this Bethlehem, this invasion of time. Now, time is full. Because for just that point, mankind said, we need something better. My God, I'm going to get a copy of this myself. Conviction began to work on mankind. Jesus' revelation produced a clear mark of eternity. That's why Paul, you know, he, 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 you could see in him. He didn't care if you beat him and bust. And when you hurt him, and they did. I mean, they, they, they beat that man terribly. But instead of saying, oh, look how bad I look, he said, I, I bear the marks of a Christian. Or actually, you could say it this way. I have been branded a Christian. Branded. Do you know, a lot of times, people would release a slave to be free. But the slave loved the family so much, he said, I didn't want to be free. I just want to stay with you. So they would brand him. And that brand knew, not in a bad way, no, no, not in a bad way, that he was proud to be branded because he had now become part of the family. Because the man that owned him set him free. He freely chose to come back. And when he did, he was no more a slave. He was now an heir. Do you see that? They put an all in the ear or something. They would do something. Or they put a brand. See, Paul said, I was branded. Instead of saying, I've been beat up a lot. See, he had eternity on his mind. That's what God leaves. Jesus left that clear mark of eternity. So let me say it again so you can write it. Conviction began to work on mankind. Jesus' revelation produced a clear mark of eternity. Why? Because they were under such religiosity. No one could keep the law until the sinless one came. Jesus not only kept the law, he fulfilled it. Oh, God said, look at what, oh man. Come on, Jesus. You're doing something here. See, they were under the law. Let me tell you something about the law and the gospel. You ready for this? The law and the gospel are irreconcilable. Boom, you're going to pop against each other. The law and the gospel are irreconcilable. Because man can't keep the law. But you can keep the gospel. In other words, because you're not judged by works. You're saved by grace. Shout over that, ladies and gentlemen. The law and the gospel were irreconcilable. Even though the law showed you how bad you were, because it was perfect. But in my God, it was like a hammer. Bam! But the grace of God, the mercy of God through the gospel, through that mark of eternity, through that revelation, made all these people look and say, he's different. I think I'm going to follow him. That's why we should never do wrong to each other. That's why you should never have church squabbles. Because you've been branded with the same brand. Now you can misunderstand some things. Well, all you got to do is take the MIS off it and it become understanding. 
how you do that. Go to that individual and say, if I have done something wrong, forgive me. I will rectify it. I will do right. I made Kathy my wife because I thought she was so good. She never did nothing wrong. She wasn't even saved. They didn't do nothing wrong. Aggravated a fire out of me. I did everything wrong every five, every two minutes. I was doing something wrong. So I put the pressure on her to steal a watch. She got her a little job. I said, I didn't need that. Man, I could have bought the watch company. I steal that watch. <laughs> oh, no, 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 steal that watch. I mean, every day I was on her like white on rice. She wasn't even saved. But she just didn't, when she got saved, I said, nothing changed, Kathy. She said, oh, yes, I got born again. But, you, you know, you, you can't see it because you dead. Something happened. What? A mark of eternity. A conviction. She stole the watch. I shouted. I wanted to go out and eat dinner. <laughs> you did something wrong. Is this great? Was I a nuts? When she got born again, this is a year or two later, she brought back the watch to the company. No, money, not the watch, but the money for the watch. She said, I want to let you know when I work for y'all, I stole a watch. Probably told him because my husband was a heathen and made me do it. But anyway, no, I don't know if she said that or not. But uh, uh, she said, I, I want to pay for it. They couldn't get over there. Oh, I, I, I said, Kathy, they laughing at you, you stupid. No, she made restitution. Which drove me crazy. What have you done wrong to someone? You can say nothing. It's okay. Because just because somebody said you did something wrong, wrong don't mean you did wrong. But you know when you do wrong. And you do wrong, it starts off with selfishness and the next level is greed. That's a fact. So do right. That's what Paul did. And he was a bloodthirsty killer, persecutor. He was like an Osama bin Laden, Saul of Tarsus. God saved him in this wonderful mark of eternity went through him. And you hear him say, I have wronged no man. Amen. My God. My God. Conviction began to work on mankind. Jesus' revelation produced a clear mark of eternity. The law and the gospels and the gospel are irreconcilable. They could not coexist and inherit together. Let me finish the point. Write this down. The law and the gospel are irreconcilable. One had to go. They could not coexist. One would judge and the other would forgive. They could not coexist and inherit together. We inherit this wonderful time frame of salvation through the gospel which is good news. Amen. And God took it over into the natural. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel, not the law, to preach the gospel to the poor, which was telling a poor man, you don't have to be poor no more. Amen. So in other words, in that little statement, Deuteronomy 15, 4, came into existence when there's no more poor among you. Yet Jesus said, the poor you'll have with you always because free will. 
I ain't going back to poverty. I'm not going back to sickness or disease or fighting with you. I ain't doing any of that. Uh-uh. Like I said, I don't have I, I, I don't have church problems. People do. I don't. They get to fighting. I just I just ascend to a high level. I get out of Christian turbulence. People get turbulent. You know why I don't deal with race? Turbulence. Just ascend to a high level. You get high enough, they won't, they won't be able to see the color of your skin. Who cares? I don't care what you, what color you are. You're welcome around me. I like you. In fact, I love you. Do you see what I'm saying? See, I just get away from that turbulence. I call that swimming in muddy water. I'm not going to have that. Any black man, white man, red man, yellow man, brown man, they're welcome around me. Can eat with me. I, ain't, I got friends. I don't care. It, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because what happened is I've been marked with an eternity mark. See, I passed that time. I don't like to go back in history. I don't pay for the same real estate twice. So the law and the gospel were irreconcilable. They could not coexist and inherit together. But you see, if you're an heir and a joint heir with Jesus, you got to have an inheritance. That's what Bethlehem did, which shook up Satan and everything else. That's why you hear him saying at the crucifixion, or actually the resurrection, he said, oh man, if we'd have known. He didn't know. If we'd have known, we'd have never crucified him. They signed their own death warrant. (laughs) Write this down. The fullness of time comes. I like this. Boy, God gave this to me this morning. The fullness of time comes when faith becomes ripe. It's got to be ripe. The fullness of time comes when faith becomes ripe. You see, what the gospel did was absorb the law. Did not discard it, did not throw it away because it's a great thing, but it absorbed it into grace. Why? Because faith had become ripe. I like a ripe banana. When you start to see some of the little brown specks on the yellow, them green ones are kind of rough. But a ripe banana has more potassium in it. Because it's maturing. Ain't that something? Your Christianity, since God started the time clock at Bethlehem, is maturing. You should have more love in it. More joy. Long-suffering, mercy, grace, temperance. It's called the fruits of the Spirit. Let me say it again. The fullness of time comes when faith becomes ripe. You see, the gospel absorbed the law. You know why I married Kathy? My faith became ripe. It was time. I tried to get out of it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Kathy said, yeah, you did. And the reason why, because my daddy, 
He said, boy, I'm going to tell you something. She don't eat much now, but after you marry her, she's going to walk right through a grocery store. And shoes, you ain't never seen the shoes you're going to buy. Oh, my God, man. Maybe we can just date. So I told Kathy, you think we ought to, uh, you know, maybe postpone it. She said, it's now or never. And I thought of the song, it's now or never. It's either now or it's over. The invitations had already gone around. Who cares? But to a woman, that means a lot. The invitations has gone out. So I said, okay. And I did. Because faith was ripe. You know, that's funny, ladies and gentlemen, but it's true. My dad just freaked me out, you know, and Kathy set me straight. You know why? My faith was ripe when I married Kathy. It's now or never. You know that song? It's now or never. You know? <laughs> but she said, it's now. Then when those invitations went out, she wasn't backing off of nothing. And I wanted to marry, but dad would put some fear in my head, you know, because I was just a kid. Fullness of time has come, ladies and gentlemen, and the fullness of time came for Jesus to enter the scene when his love broke in to save mankind. Now, that's breathtaking. Think about that for a minute. God had to do something. He had to say, I've got to change man. How can I change man when I gave them a free moral agency? Because they're they going to have to change. They're going to have to accept what I say. I love this point God gave me that he had to wait for a sinless being to appear upon the stage. And what was that? The virgin birth. Isn't that amazing? It's always wonderful to minister and share God's heart for you on this program. Think about that. God had to wait just like you have to wait sometime. And that, that happens in life. But I want to tell you, it was the right time at the right place. So remember this, though. He gave you a free moral agency. You can choose him or not choose him. And I hope you choose him today if you're not born again. Can I pray for you? Father, people that are watching that they that are not born again, I ask you to save them. Lord, they repent of their sin. That's all. The Lord, all they got to say, forgive me. I believe in you. I believe in my heart. I confess with my heart. He rose from the dead. It's just so simple. Save them today, Father. Minister to those that need healing in their body in every area. In Jesus' name. That is a simple, simple prayer, yet it'll, it'll, it'll go into eternity when you prayed it, because you prayed it from your heart. That's good, isn't it? I mean, it touches me. And I've been saved a long time, but I tell you what, I, I, I never get used to it because it's so wonderful. I have a great question I want to share with you today. This one was from a man named John. Now, this is an amazing question. He asked, is the ability to speak in tongues proof that someone is born again? John, normally I would say yes. But you got to understand something about Satan. He comes as an angel of light. He can fake things out. You understand? So what you do, if you catch something in your spirit, even though you're hearing someone praying in the Holy Ghost, the Bible says, try ye the spirits, whether they be of God or not. And you do that. That's in the Bible. You go find it. It's in the New Testament. And it will minister to you greatly. I've learned something about Satan, you know. He uses natural things, now you, but because he's, he's not a faith devil, he's just simply flesh devil. But I'm not silly on it. I know the Word of God right here. The Word of God keeps you perfect, and you won't make that mistake. St. John 16, 13, I'll be it when the Spirit of truth has come. He'll guide you in all truth. Well, I'm starting to preach again. Glory to God. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment. I want to show you some wonderful things that are happening here at JDM. Be blessed. I'll be back in a moment. 
Jesse DePantis Ministries is literally circling the globe using every available voice. What would that be? That would be television, radio, printed page, internet, DVDs, CDs, books, whatever it takes to preach the gospel. Can you see it? Hey, can you see it? I can just see it. I can see the gospel going all over the world to every person. Every year the soul's adding up, people getting healed, lives being changed and delivered. Is that impossible? No, God thinks we can do that. Everything you see here at Jesse DePlantis Ministries was impossible, and everything we are going to do is impossible. But yet the Lord said, if you believe it, I'll do it. We are believing the unbelievable and receiving the impossible to simply reach people and change lives. daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women, Friday, March 25th and Saturday, March 26th. Register online at JDM.org. Hey, I hope you're planning to come to Kathy's Glorious Conference this week. It is this Friday, March the 25th at 7 p.m. and Saturday, March the 26th at 9 a.m. Registration and admission are free. Isn't that good? Most people are charged to registration. We don't do that. If you can't be here in person, you can also join us live on our Facebook and YouTube platforms. You can join the conference through the free JDM app. That's pretty nice. You know why we do that? Because of our faithful financial partners. But we really hope to see you here at our international headquarters here in Destrehan, Louisiana. That is a suburb of New Orleans. It's just something about being in person. The corporate anointing plus the fellowship, it is a blessing. So go to JDM.org for all the information on the glorious conference. You will be blessed by it. Also, we want to offer our warning, a book called Warning of God You Can Talk To. I wrote this many years ago, so I wanted to talk to God, and he wanted to talk to me, but, you know, I, I wasn't allowed to talk to God. You could pray to God, but, you know, you know, you hope he hears you. No, no, you can say, hello, Jesus, hi, Jesse. It will give you an intimate look at what it takes to have a personal relationship with God. To order it, just go to jdm.org. And I'm going to tell you, when I wrote that book, as I was writing it, I, it drew me closer to the Lord. It was just such a blessing. I like talking to him, and he likes talking to me. And it's a blessing. Partners, I want to thank you for faithfully financing this ministry for 46 years. I say it all the time. I trust you. You trust me, and we both trust God. Hallelujah. And people behind the cameras are going, he says it all the time. I know it because it's true. We've never had a financial deficit. Why? Because you obeyed God. I obeyed God. And me and Kathy never ask you to do something financially we don't do ourselves. We are partners to this ministry ourselves. I 
thank you from the bottom of my heart. We have some great projects going on right now. I wish they were not expensive. I wish they wasn't, but they are. You know, television time costs money. Everything costs money because we live in an economic world. But I ask the Lord for every dollar given in my ministry. Give me a soul into the kingdom. And i tell you what, I am doing that. I don't mean that in an arrogant sense. I am doing what I say. Thank you. And if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. Also for your March partnership, we're offering the full message of what you're seeing entitled The Invasion of Time. Just go to our website, jdm.org, for all the ordering information. You get part one and part two. It will bless you and minister greatly to you. Thank you for joining me this week's broadcast. I, I, I look forward to seeing you. And be sure to tune in next week for an exciting new message, which is the theme for 2022. Go do the work. Oh, you're going to be blessed. Partners, thank you. Just obey the Lord. I'm obey the Lord, and we're going to get this thing done. Okay? This is Jesse DePlants from New Orleans saying I love you, each and every one of you. Never a day without prayer. You hear me? God bless you. Bye-bye. Do you know we are part of God's plan? And he said that we would do the work that Jesus did and greater. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. 2022 is the year for you to possess all that God has promised you. Raise your expectation. God has given you the ability to produce. Let's go do the work. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Be filled with the presence of God as you watch Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages of faith. Receive free instant access to these powerful teachings today by downloading the JDM app. You will be able to stream hundreds of sermons on your smart TV, your web browser, and any mobile device. You will also have access to our weekly TV show and much more. Download the JDM app today. Available on Google Play, the Apple Store, Roku TV, and more. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. The Bible said when this gospel is preached to the world, the end shall come. I never could understand how God said you could save a nation in a day, but today you can. In seven minutes, listen to me, seven minutes, you can preach to the whole planet, 7.8 billion people. Mr. Elon Musk put up 150 satellites the other day so that the internet would be everywhere. There's also cameras and things or not. The Bible said, we shall see his coming. All they gotta do is turn the cameras around. And there we are. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the time is at hand.